And welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host, as always, Tina. How you doing, Tina? I'm good, Rob. It's a little early, but I'm doing this. Yeah, not too shabby. I'm I'm running, I'm running a little tired this morning. I've been I've been up a while, so um, but yeah, not too bad. And better to do it while it's still somewhat nice outside before the, yeah. the heat comes, because it's coming. But, it's, uh, it's coming. Yeah. It's here. <laughs> it, well, it, it's here. But at, at this time in the morning when we're recording this, it's only eighty-five. Ah, that's, <laughs> which, that's which, it's only eighty-five. Which is, it's only eighty-five. It's only going to get another fifteen degrees hotter today. Uh, you know, I mean, as as much as we can bitch about the heat here in Southern California, like it's been mild. I, I I talk to some people who I do business with out in the desert, like Palm Springs, mm. and it's been like one sixteen. Yeah. And then I then I talked to one of the guys at our Arizona store, and it was one twenty two the other day. Holy cow! Yeah, I was. Yeah, like, I don't want to be ah. in that. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm good. I'll I'll take the hundred degrees mm-hmm. for sure. Anyway, uh, this week we're going to talk. Um, does the internet make us stupid or mm. stupider or dumber or I don't know, because maybe all those words aren't grammatically correct. So maybe it is. But um, I, I threw a couple of articles your way and this, it has some science to it. There's been some studies about it. And look, there's pros and cons. Um, I'll throw some of them out because I thought some of them were actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um. The pros, the speed of the Internet is different from previous breakthrough technologies and is reprogramming our brains for the worse. Um, I, I kind of agree to, with that. I, uh, IQ, I'm sorry, these are cons. IQ scores have been falling for decades um, with the rise of technology. Um, the Internet is causing us to lose the ability to perform simple tasks, which I kind of agree, probably not in our generation, but definitely with the newer generation. Um, on the flip side of that, um, do, 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 a lot of the fears, the pros are a lot of the fears that they thought were going to come with the Internet and technology are pretty much unfounded. Um, it, the Internet gives diverse populations of people more equal access to information. And, and I think that's very true, mostly in other countries before the Internet. They didn't have the ways of getting some of the information um, and it's changing how our brain works and how we access and process information. So look, there's pros and cons to the, the internet and we've probably both seen them. There is, there's been a couple of studies. The one of the ones I sent you, it's a professor out of Canada. They really can't tell you or find any evidence that it is definitely making us more stupid which I think is a plus based on their uh, findings. Some of them I think are pretty good where they talk about how um, we are using more of our brain because these, the internet and smartphones are making it easier, easier for us to do some of these things. So we don't have to think about them. Like it says GPS where 
we really don't have to think anymore about how to get to a place. It's telling us how to do it, and it's telling us with traffic, Mm -hmm. which I think is good and bad because in the old days, when you didn't know how to get there, you had to be able to read a map. Um, that's I never gone away. learned how to read a map completely. That really? was one of the things uh-huh. I was like, I'm very challenged when it comes to directions, <laughs> but then add a map and I would screw it all up for, for me, some, for some reason I couldn't make that connection actually work. Used to drive my ex effing crazy. It got to the point where I did all the driving and he would just tell me which way to go because right. I was not getting that. <laughs> and Thomas guides. Remember back in the day when we started I, driving? I Thomas know guides Thomas were the guide. death of me. I'm like, can you just give me handwritten directions? Like, just tell me what I'm supposed to look for. I'll get there. Right. And and yeah, that was before I'm, phones to call and say, hey, I'm kind of lost. Like, we yeah. didn't have cell phones. We had to go to a pay phone. Did that a hundred mm-hmm. times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Uh, where when I worked for the good guys in the very beginning, I did deliveries for them. Oh, and then we had a Thomas guide. I came, I became very pro proficient with a Thomas guide now, to this day. If you give me a Thomas guide, I'll tell you how to get there. Yeah, I, can, not I can still do it. That was one thing, you know, I was pretty smart. I did really well in school and, and don't have a problem with most things, but a freaking map. I don't know why. It just was not good. So for me, the GPS has made it better because I'm now Mm -hmm. more on time and I know when to leave and I know that I'll get there or something will help me get there. So I don't know. I think that in that instance, uh, the Internet's helped me (laughs) dramatically. Yeah. Look, GPS is just help. It's it's a fact. And that you can put in pretty much anything, Mm -hmm. right? You can put. Uh, cross streets Mm -hmm. it'll try to look it up you can put the business name the street name and it'll try to come up with some things which i think definitely helps and if you know the address you're in like flynn Mm -hmm. so but you um, could google up the address and you could put it into your gps in less than 30 seconds and you have that all together so i think for that the internet's a win for sure and like I said, you know, if you're using something like Waze and I think Google, I think does traffic now, mm-hmm. pretty much all of them are doing helping you with traffic and giving you different scenarios based on the quickest route. Right. So the only my only problem is when you know where you're going, you might still throw the GPS in just to see with traffic, but you might know the streets better. So you'll get off and make you know what I mean? Like there's still human um, knowing things that will make your travel maybe better if you know where you're going. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when I come over to where you're at. If we're going to go to Chi Chi's or if we're going to go to a place of that, I know I can get to faster using different streets because the GPS thinks like, OK, this is the fastest route based on mileage. Mm-hmm. But I know not to get on Reseda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, if it tells me to get off, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'll I'll get off on another street and work my way around. Yeah, some nobody of that wants stuff. to get off into traffic like that. Right. So, yes, I think there it's it's making our life easier. And maybe you're learning the route 
in your own head that you can, you don't continually have to use it. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the things was like phone numbers. And since we come from an era of having a phone book to write it in or somewhere, I have a list of phone numbers from when I was in like early high school Mm -hmm. and I, and I kept it. It's in a box somewhere that literally has all these people's numbers written down on it. And I would keep that in a notebook. So if I needed to call somebody that I didn't call often enough, I would go down the line and find their number, which I guess is the same as our phone today. But I knew tons of people's phone numbers. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's a, that's an art that went away with us. Yeah. I remember losing my phone in Vegas once and um, I didn't even know my my well now ex. I didn't know his number because he had gotten a new one. I knew his old ones, but I didn't know the new one. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I can't even call to tell him I don't have my phone. First of all, I can't make a call. I don't have a phone. Second of all, I don't know his number. Can't make the call. (laughs) (laughs) So that made me remember Sir, I was always really good at remembering numbers. I still am. Somebody tells me a number. I'm like, say it again. And then I have it. It's in my head. But um, yeah, that that caught me off guard. So since then, there are my my dad, my brother, my uncle, my ex, my kid. You know, there's a couple of people that I, I had mm-hmm. always kept their phone numbers just in case. You got to have somebody a lifeline of some sort. Yeah, I I. Thankfully, we can back a lot of this stuff up. I think it's a, a good bet to always have important numbers written down mm-hmm. if you have to, like in a wallet or a purse or something to that nature, where if you really, really had to get a number, you could. Because mm-hmm. once you, if we ever lose our phones, we're lost. We have no idea how to function as a member of society now, which is kind of scary to the point where you know we really can't do much and heaven forbid if you you watch what it does to a younger generation take their phone away well they flip uh, out oh man it's i remember when my kid was little she wanted a cell phone i was like over my dead effing body you're gonna like go to school and learn i don't want all the problems that my friends were having with their kids and she didn't have one. And then when we got her one, it was like, I don't know, a couple of years before she graduated, she was only allowed to use it to call for, you know, to be picked up if she was staying after school or she was out with friends. It was only to be used for that. There was no Internet on it. I, I refused because I felt like she needed to be present. And if she had that phone, she was not going to be. And it was just a situation where we needed her to be with us. You know what I mean? We needed her to be, um, checked in. And a lot of Mm -hmm. the kids at the time were not checked in. And because of that, I feel that she was able to go to college because she, she learned how to concentrate. She learned how to, to do without a phone, you know, she had a life. And so out of all the kids that she grew up with, she was the only one that graduated college. And then went on to wow. her master's. So I'm like, I think I I won on that one. You know, <laughs> you know, she doesn't talk to me, but still she could take care of herself. And I don't know if she could have had I given her a phone and that and that all that comes with it would have helped her out as much as not having it. I'll agree with you. I think I've had some issues with my son during the years of 
not being checked in. Uh, it's it's horrible. We've talked about it on dating shows where people are at, at tables not communicating at all because they're on their phones. Um, and I and I still kind of have that sometimes with him. Not as bad because I'll call him out on it. Like, you know, dude, we're at dinner. Put your phone down. Like, chill out. Hey, tell your friends you're eating. Yeah. <laughs> and if they don't get it, I don't care. But um, <laughs> I see it way more. And like we talked about it as well with like babysitting. Like people just put an iPad in front of their kid to babysit now. And yeah, there's so many bad things that can be learned off of it. Oh, yeah. That you're, that you're right where you, you, we might be dumbing our kid down and teaching them things at the same time. Mm-hmm. We had a, a conversation. My, I'm on a thread with my brother and his friends that we all grew up together, and uh, they were they were talking about oh, getting the the iPhone versus the Android. You know, they were talking mm-hmm. about that, and like, who knew you could get all of your porn for free? And the guys are like, you could get that with any phone you have, and that made me <laughs> laugh because I remember back in the day, they would go and they had. There's this one friend's dad had a bunch of porn, and mm-hmm. they would go and steal it and then it would go around the whole group of friends and then they'd all make jokes about it to this day like <laughs> so that to me was it was kind of a funny conversation because they're like yeah we don't need to steal it anymore it's right there you know it's at the right. palm of all of our hands and mm-hmm. you know does does your wife get mad about it and my wife my wife is so beyond caring it's like not a big deal but the other another wife had found some and you know, on, on the history and was pissed. And he's like, how can you be mad? It's in my fingertips. <laughs> and I right. couldn't stop laughing because I know these guys and I know how they are, but man, if their women have a problem with them li- watching porn or listening to porn, doing whatever they're doing with porn, they got, they got a rude awakening. Cause these guys have been doing this since before telephones. Right. Right. I, I think, Everything has been made simple and in the touch of our hand, which is awesome mm-hmm. to a degree. Like if you wanted like way back in the day, I remember talking to my dad and we'd be talking about a movie and we're like, oh, man, you remember that actor? And you could never come up with it. Mm-hmm. And you'd be now they have the Internet movie database. Mm-hmm. And all you do is type in the name of the movie and every actor that was in it comes up. Yeah. So, yes, there's there's great knowledge to be learned. We used to like call people to find out, hey, you remember that movie? Who was in it? My dad was great for that. My uncle is great for that. Still, my brother, too, with music. I'll be like, what 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 song is this? Who sang it? He goes, oh, no, it wasn't those people. It was these people. Remember, like exactly. I'm big on pop culture as well. So, like, I do know a lot of this stuff and Mm -hmm. I know like a lot about old movies. The guy that sits next to me at work. He's like 60 something years old. And we'll be talking about something. He's like, Oh, you remember this guy in this movie? I go, yeah, it's not right. <laughs> he's like, what do you mean? I said, it's this guy. And he goes, no. And I'll look it up. He's like, Oh, he goes, how do you remember this stuff? I go, look, my dad watched old movies. So I know a lot of pop culture references mm-hmm. or, or older movies, but yeah, it does help. Those are the helping things. The flip side is I've worked with younger guys when I was an alarm tech and Again, not to shit on younger people, but these people didn't know how to use hand tools. 
like a screwdriver. Had, this kid had never used a screwdriver before or a hammer. Like, you've never used a hammer before? He's like, no. I said, who, who did the stuff in your house? Well, my dad did. Like, he didn't teach you how to use fucking tools? <laughs> no. And so, like, for me, that's the big thing. It's like, whenever I do something, I show my kid, like, this is what you need. And when he got a car, I put a small bag of tools together mm-hmm. to have in his car. Like, just in case. Like, if we need a wrench, you got to have a wrench. You got to have this. Got to have that. And yeah. how to use them. Like, you need to know. What are you going to do? You know what was weird for me was I write notes to my niece and nephew. And I write only in handwriting because that's how we were were raised. Like, that's that's how you write. And right. my niece gave it back to me. She said, um, Thea, I don't know how to read this. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you not wow. know. Mm-hmm. But they don't teach that anymore. It's not nope. something that they teach to keep people's brain going. You know, I, I just it blows my mind. Like, why would you not know how to write? Because we type everything now. No, we phone. don't. I still write. You write a card. You can't type in a card. You can't. Well, I guess if you make a card or whatever, you could. But what the hell? No, but, what, but when we type, it's all in just simple writing. Mm hmm. It's just in block writing. Mm -hmm. So that's all how they know how to do it. Mm -hmm. I had to teach my son how to do a signature so he could do a signature on his ID. I was like, and and he's like, well, I'll just write it out. I go, no. I go, then anyone can write your name out. You have to have a signature line that's different than everybody else's. So. They know it's you. And he's like, and and they think that a lot of this stuff is dumb. They're like, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, not. But it's not. So I think things like that where is where we're losing the battle of the internet or the teachings of this thing. They've made things so easier now that yeah. people think they just don't need to learn anything. Agreed. And that's bad. And I think the other part of the internet, and along, I guess it could be the books that we read as well, to be fair, is that it's, you don't know if the news you're getting is true or not. That's true. Ah, oh, man, technology. It'll actually just kick your ass. Uh, <laughs> see, technology. We're talking about the <laughs> internet and does it make you smarter? And we had to take a small break and we came back and I thought I hit record and I didn't. And lo and behold, I looked up at the timer, Tina, and fudge was not recording. Was not recording. And we, <laughs> well, yeah. we haven't done that and, yet. And, and we were talking some really good stuff, like about how kids need to get out and play more and, and not have the Internet. And mm-hmm. uh, man. I think that it's a such an important thing that we're not pushing, you know, we're, we're babysitting our children with devices instead of getting them out and playing. And maybe it's a city thing. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Cause whenever there's kids around me, I spend time with them. I, I pull out some coloring books. I I bake something and I hate baking, but I'll do that if kids are around or I always try to 
entertain them, be around them, give them, give them 20 minutes, even though I'm in an adult, an adult situation, like kids need to be, you know, that whole scene and not heard. I came from that generation, but I think you need to spend time with kids. They need to know that they could reach out to people. So I'm not one of those people that does that. I actually like Mm -hmm. to play games and, and do stuff with them, interact. Do you think, do you think that it's uh, like in rural communities, it's more, more like that still, or do you think phones have just taken over? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I've lived in the city my whole life. I'm, and I think here, what I'm seeing is mm-hmm. phones are taking over. You know, when my when my niece texts me, texts me and she's at school, I'm like, dude, you're at school. Put your phone mm-hmm. down. Learn what you're supposed yeah. to learn. Text me later. And she's mm-hmm. just like, it's only a minute. No yeah. worries. Like, I, I got this. I remember that. I'm just grateful that I'm not raising kids I mean, in I, this. Mine was what? He finished high school three years ago? Two years ago? Three years ago. Um, almost three years ago. So. I came from that. He would text me from school all the time. Like, hey, uh, what are we doing tonight? It's like, dude, learn. Are you in class? He's like, yeah. I'm like, dude. But but that was the problem. Teachers have now stopped fighting phones. They just realize that they're going to be in class, and that's part of the deal. And it's got to be hard to be a teacher, though. How could you? How could you teach in society today where? Uh, they can just find the answers right in front of you. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe that's going to be the downfall where kids really aren't learning anymore. They're just no. there. And if they need an answer, it's a phone away. I know some classes where you have to go in and they have a wall where you have to put your phone in during class. Yeah. Really? Me too. I would be that I, teacher. You'd have, yeah, me too. They hate me. I'd have to be that teacher. <laughs> I'd have to put them on the wall and go, "Hey, are you here to learn? And if you're not, don't come to class." I'd be that crazy teacher. I'd yeah. kind of be like Tam. I think Tam would have done that. He would have been a very straightforward, like, yeah. "Hey, let's put that put shit that away. Shit away. Let's interact." I mean, mostly in the mm-hmm. in the communicators class we had. That's the whole point of that was to step in and and be part of a group and you know present yeah. you had to be present in his and, classroom and when he did sure. drivers ed it would have been oh he would have been a monster he oh yeah he was really oh, serious yeah. about like, that class insanely too. serious yeah. so yeah i think he he wouldn't yeah. have survived in today's climate of trying to teach you know a lot of that would have gone away because part of teaching is to have interaction and have somebody actually involved in the conversation. So, and, sure. and again, it's so easy to get uh, information on a phone. And, and like I said, for what we, for the task that I think that it's good for, it's amazing. It's, it is, it's, it just is, but it's definitely making us, I hate to say more stupid, but just, it makes us not have to learn and not learning is a bad thing. It's a tool that we should all continue to do as whether you're 75 or 15. These are things that, that are building blocks for, as you go forward, 
And I think for older people, you know, they tell, I, I see a lot of things with uh, Alzheimer's. With the guy at my work, he was talking about, because uh, Tony Bennett just died. Um, he was like 90 mm-hmm. something years old. And you know that like he couldn't remember his wife's name. Like he couldn't remember a bunch of shit, but he could mm-hmm. still go on stage and sing. He remembered all the lyrics yeah. to his music. And, mm-hmm. and I guess Bruce Willis, who's also deteriorating really badly now. He doesn't remember a lot of stuff. Mm. He they posted a picture of him the other day. He picked up a harmonica and started doing these like long harmonica numbers. So, so my the wow. guy at my work looked up on, of course, on the internet <laughs> that how music and Alzheimer's has a combination and like maybe that there's something where it unlocks something that you don't forget. So. Mm-hmm where we're not learning or not keeping our minds um, going in the right direction. I think that that could be a bigger problem later on where you're just not remembering things because you're not having to study or not having to really put in work where the internet just fixes it. It's like, hold on, I'll just look it up and fix Mm -hmm. the problem where you're just not um, keeping the information long run. You're, you're getting the information when you need it and then dispelling it out because it's not a learnable trait where, man, mm-hmm. uh, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong because we need a generation growing up right now who is actually learning important parts because they're going to be the ones who change shit as we get older. And, right. and just because you know the internet and know how to play a video games doesn't mean that you're going to be able to change anything. Because other That's countries, true. other countries still teach, whether they're using standard teaching methods or the internet, they probably weave them both together where they want you to learn hands on things where we did. You know, we learned we had shop class. They've gotten rid of shop class and a lot of things and and yeah. put computer science in, which, again, I think is a usable thing. But we should we should make kids take wood. Well, how do they get fine motor skills if they're not using their mm-hmm. hands to build things and to and to type things, to write things like you need to learn how to use your hands To the ability that, you know, we're going to have doctors as surgeons or, you know, all Mm -hmm. these things come into play. And if they're not using their hands to do anything but tap on something, we've we're going to be in a sad display at some point because people won't be able to do what they need to do for, you know, to keep their hands alive, to keep their to be able to to work on anything hands on. That that scares me, by the yeah, way, Yeah, because th- there's going to there's only going to be a small amount of people who can do it, which if you can, your trade, if right. that's your trade, you'll be a killer. You'll be a killer if you know mm-hmm. how to weld or do plumbing or build houses. But see, that's not fine motor skills. I'm talking more like um uh, uh, being able to cut, being able to be a surgeon, being able to uh, to feel things that 
you know, if you're like a doctor or a vet or you need to be very in touch with your hands. And I think that kids are not mm-hmm. getting that workout well, I mean, that they need. The, the simple stuff, even what you're saying, but on a home thing, people don't know how to cut things anymore. Cut meat, cut vegetables. Like those are also motor skills where you could lose a digit in your own house. If you don't know how to <laughs> do it. Uh, I've seen People mm-hmm. pick up knives where they grip it like the grip of death, trying to cut an onion. It's like, no, like mm. this is a <laughs> this. It takes technique. You have to, you know, ease it through the onion. And you, yes, you have to finesse it. You no. can't just and, manhandle and, everything. And I've seen kids give up like halfway through. I don't want to do this anymore. It's like. You need to, these are learned skills that will get you through later on in life. Who's going to cook for you later on in life if you can't do it? And you know what the answer out now is? I'll just go on my phone and order food. Take out. Yeah. Wow. Take it out. Or people with cars will, would rather get on their phone when the restaurant is 10 minutes away and order it there and have someone bring it and pay three times as much. It's mm-hmm. like, and, and they're Get like, well, it's just easier move. to pick out my phone and order it. And I'm like, yeah. you understand that it's costing you double the amount when you can just get in your car, drive down the street, sit at the place. Even if it's fast food, sit at the, sit at the place Eat for way less than get right back in your car. Yep. And it costs less to get your meal and the gas you just paid than it was to order it from the person who they charged you five times the amount or three times the amount to come into your house. Yeah, but I, I don't have to leave then. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. Wow. Um, okay. You, you know, you're going to go broke. It gets to be a really lonely mm-hmm. life doing that. Cause you don't know your neighbors, you know, and we, I live right in the epicenter of, you know, where we had one of the biggest earthquakes in California mm-hmm. a couple times, you know, I'm right there and you need to know your, your neighborhood. You need to know, you know, your people that you live next to and around the corner from and, and you should know the people mm-hmm. that work in local stores and different things, because at some point that's going to yeah, be your lifeline. Them. And if you're spending all your time in the house and having everything delivered to you, are you even having a chance encounter with a neighbor? You're not. You're absolutely not. So you're you're setting yourself up for failure mm-hmm. and you don't even realize well, it. Yes. And, and I think it's making it harder for people to want to interact because it's much easier to sit behind mm-hmm. a keyboard and just text people all day where you don't really have to worry about inflection or, or uh, how you're just getting a message across, which I think is a horrible thing too. Cause mm-hmm. how many times have you sent a text message to somebody and they read it the wrong way? Uh, oh my God, I've done that. And I, I'm like, wait, what did you say? And they'll, they'll say, read it again. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, got it. Or, <laughs> or, or at least go, I ask though. Yeah, what, they'll what, be like, what I'm like, mean, why or? are you mad at me? I'm not mad at you. Just, and they're like, oh, well, because mm-hmm. the way you wrote it, it's like inflection is everything. How you mean it is totally mm-hmm. different. 
where, and I have a friend who, when he texts me, even on Facebook, he leaves voice messages. Even on Messenger, mm. every single message from him is a voice message. Because he would rather just nice. say it. So there is no worry about how you interpret that. Yeah, you could hear mm-hmm. the feeling in his voice. You could feel like where he's coming from. You get a vibe. Yeah. and For sure. Th- which I guess with yeah. FaceTime, you're at least better. Right? Um, mm-hmm. But I, I couldn't imagine always FaceTiming the person who lives down the street. You know what I mean? Like... I really don't FaceTime per se, but when I do, I enjoy it because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I get to see your face. I love this, you know, it, and we'll have like a conversation conversation, not just mm-hmm. a real quick, like, let's go here, let's go there sort of thing. It's when, when I've been on FaceTime, it's to interact thoroughly, <laughs> even though there is distance. So FaceTime, yeah, I'm kind of a I, fan I am of. as well. But it's generally with people who are further away where you have to FaceTime with them. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I I could do it with people local if you're doing it like quickly, like, boop, hey, I need to do this, this and this. I'm running a bit behind. Just so you know, I'm in the car. I'm on the way. Cool. Or it's great at the grocery store when you're picking up something for somebody and you you're not go, quite sure what to get. <laughs> you know, if FaceTime, look, yeah. do you want yeah. this one? Do you or want that the pink one? box or the green box? Right. Check which. them out. Which is which. And yeah, yeah. That, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. There's those are where the Internet and things make things so easy. But on a small level, it's not something that's. It's not changing the dynamics of how things are done like how you learn something or how you interact with somebody it's it's making it easy simple and to the point hopefully that's what it'll all be used for later on it's a great information the information superhighway Mm -hmm. right that's what it was sold as I think it even started with AOL. I think AOL is where we we lost track where everything was about messaging people. How can I get into a chat room or how can I chat with somebody? And then it just went right to text messaging where, yes, a text message is awesome when you need to get something across and and you need a simple message not to bother someone if they're doing work or doing where you can go oh yeah there's the message mm-hmm. cool um I, I can tell that it's changing because i watched the um the keynote for the next ios for apple and this is at least for apple users i don't know i haven't used an android in years what they've done now is they've where you can send a voice message to somebody and if you want you can click it mm-hmm. And it'll give you it in writing. So I think it's for mm. it, it'll help both sides of that equation where if you can't hear the message, you know, in a in the text, you'll be able to at least read it. Where like if you were in a meeting, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, this is what they said. Or you can click on it and hear the voice and they you can hear the inflection. They're they're trying to at least change that part where I think it's the internet and what we we do on phones is becoming it's dehumanizing people 
maybe not making them stupid, but definitely making them robotic. I'd agree with that. I would to some degree. I don't. And again, I don't think it's as much our generation as it is Mm -hmm. the ones under us. I definitely think the ones under us are are losing the human touch. Yeah. I think that our generation definitely gripped it. Like. Because we're the AOL generation. We're the first ones to really like I was probably Mm -hmm. in my mid 20s. Um, mm-hmm. we were the first one to take a hold of it and go, oh, this is cool. And, and we saw, I, I think we saw the flaws in it quickly, probably in the, you know, the first two or three years of that going, man, this, cause you could get stuck on AOL for hours and hours and hours. And I think mm-hmm. that's the other thing the internet is. It's, it's a time crusher, you know, time is a currency, right? And you don't have a lot of it and you should, you should choose how that time is spent. Um, and you know, and again, I'm, I'm entertainment is a weird thing. Um, podcasts, I spend a lot of time on podcasts, but I generally only do them while I'm driving. I rarely listen to Mm. a podcast at my house. Um, because I think that's where the phone becomes your, your lifeline of going, okay, I can plug this in. I can listen to this because I already know I have a 35 minute drive to into work and I have a 35 minute on the way home. So I can listen to don't get this twisted on the way to work and I can finish it on the way home. And generally I listen to our show Mm -hmm. afterwards just to make sure that well, I put out sounds really good. And I'll usually do that with whatever show I listen to. Um, I'll listen to Joe Rogan every blue moon and Rogan will have a three and a half hour podcast. And and that I rarely finish them because I have to listen to them for days. And and for he puts week. out daily podcasts. So to, to listen to a three and a half hour mm-hmm. podcast is really hard for me. But people will say the same thing about movies, right? Who wants to watch a three and a half hour movie? Yeah, I can't sit still that yeah. long. And just can't. You're you like to interact with people. So I I would rather I think I'm getting more like that. I would rather interact uh, uh, with human beings. I'd rather go sit at a at a restaurant for three hours bullshitting than you know, mm-hmm. sit on my phone for three hours, you know, texting with somebody. Absolutely. Um, oh, for sure. Without a doubt. It's always better to have the person unless you're fighting. But even then, it's like it's good to have the person right there because you could mm-hmm. communicate faster, more effectively. You see body language, you, right. you hear tones, you got all that. But if it's a fight, uh, Fuck it. I'll text. I'll text. Get my point across. And yeah. then be like, yeah, I'm done. But like I said, when you're fighting, inflection is everything as well. Because you could say something mm-hmm. that you don't mean for it to come off bad. And then someone will read that and make it the worst thing possible. And and the Internet. Well, that that takes us to a different a different type of person that's coming around now. 
where everybody's a victim. So you can't say the truth and you got to watch how you sugarcoat things and and make it so that people can receive it. That's mm-hmm. that's a whole nother ball game, And that's that's a pain in the ass, actually. That's where I have a hard time with younger people. I'm like, no, I don't want to do this with you. Right. Like, <laughs> I'd rather talk to somebody that I could have communication with, not somebody that's going to be offended or or have a problem with every word that comes out of my mouth. I, I don't have time. Yeah, for that. Yeah, and I think the the Internet in general, where it it's meant to get lost in now, because like. Look at social media. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot the the time spent. I'm going to try to look that up while we're talking. Um, what the average time spent is on uh, social media, which is the Internet. So let's see if it comes up. Uh, average. Uh, Time spent. Let's see. Here we go. So the average person spends 152 minutes a day. So. That's it. This was as of 2022. But I I mean, even so, that's. Um. What is that? Uh, 60. It's almost two hours a day of your life is spent on social media. So if you look at it that way, eight hours is spent sleeping. Right. So and then eight hours is supposed to be spent working. But you're there generally nine Mm -hmm. if you have a job like mine where you get an hour lunch. So that's 17 Mm -hmm. hours right there of work. And and um, sleeping, so you only have what uh, another six hours of time to yourself, and two yeah. spent on. The so phone. think about that. You when you break it down like that, two hours now seems like damn. I'm spending a lot of time, and and that's just the average. I guarantee you, it's it's much more than that. It's probably gaining steam, you know what I mean, as it as it goes more. Mm-hmm. And then think of it this way. It's that's just social media. Some of us work where we have to be on the Internet. Right. We have to look up stuff. Right. And, and so let's go there. Let's go average. Average time. Spent. On internet. So let's see if it says. Um, let's go here. The average time spent on the internet per day. In 2022. Was six hours and 35 minutes. That's, now that's way but That's higher. the internet. That could be. You know. Amazon, that could be social media. But yeah, that's the average user is six hours and 58 minutes per day. So like we said, you only have six hours of free time. So obviously some of this is spent at work. Mm -hmm. 
But that's mm-hmm. a massive amount of time taken out of your day to surf the internet, buy stuff on Amazon, argue with people on social media. <laughs> I think. So is it making us stupider? Eesh. That's a. No, I don't know. I'd say more disconnected than anything. I would say not as stupid because I'm I'm more than willing to look up things mm-hmm. now where before I didn't because of having to go through those big books to find anything. So so we'll say definitely so, disconnected no, no, no. from social life. Mm. Yeah. For sure. I, I mean, six hours. That's a, uh, now that I think about it, I mean, I'm on the internet a lot because of my work. I have to be able to search product and, and, and our website or our, our website is kind of a way of, of, searching things for myself to find part numbers. So uh, I, that one, I, mm-hmm. I would say that part of that hat is part of my job. I, I used to be on the internet a lot more when I would get home, but I kind of shut down. If, if anything, I, I'm on television and I usually am just zoning out there. I'm just trying to break down my day and kind of relax. Some of it's, you know, walking my dog mm-hmm. or or doing other things and you know an hour of that is traveling to get dinner or making dinner but i, I do my best now to kind of uh, the problem now is that youtube is television so you can get lost in that mm-hmm. and to me that's almost the internet so am i getting lost in nonsense yeah probably so I, I I don't know. I think, yeah. you know, where, where do we, where do we stand? I, I, I'll kind of agree with you. I, I will say that it's more disconnection than it is dumbing us down. Um, but I definitely mm-hmm. think that we're losing the war of, of maybe reading books and learning more that direction. If you're using the internet to read books, like, you know, legitimate, like legitimate books. Like I do. <laughs> I think it's awesome. It, Cause that's just mm-hmm. another way of reading. Cause you're having to download the book. You're just using the phone or tablet as a way to carry the book differently. Um, I just hope that it's, mm-hmm. it's, we find a way to use it more for legitimate learning and, and finding a way to put that into the hands, like you said, of, how to use your hands and how to function with that and, and kind of taking the knowledge we learn on the internet and using it in the field. Um, Cause like my son has learned how to cook a bunch of shit on the internet, which is awesome. Yeah. So nice. Me too. You know, and not just recipes, legitimately watching them, how to cut certain things and how to, to do it a certain way. But I hope that, mm-hmm. that we, we find a way to use social media way less um, because I think that it's not making us dumber, but it's making us way more divided. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. And I, I don't know if we've came up with a, a solution on this episode, but we've definitely got to throw opinions around and kind of discuss where we think we are with the internet. We'd love to hear what you guys think. 
Um, we, we've definitely been getting a couple of yeah. more ideas from you fans as well, which is super awesome. Um, and I've thrown out a couple of invites to some of the people to see if they would like to come on and discuss those issues. So if you'd like to discuss anything with us mm-hmm. and be on the show, go to our social medias on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook for now, soon TikTok, and uh, come on the show. We would love to hear from you and uh, check. And it's not like you have to come out to us. It's it's an easy hookup yes, the on interwebs. Unit, what do you so. know? Um, yes. And make sure to check us out on every platform that you can hear podcasts on uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, every single one. We're everywhere. And uh, yeah, uh, next week, what are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about losing weight and how hard it is because for mm, fuck's sake it's one. hard <laughs> and i think the older you get the harder <laughs> it is um but we're going to discuss that and and Agreed. what we think and maybe ways of getting to do that i don't know well me and tina are going to talk about that this week as we go but we have shows lined up for sure anything else for uh, our internet talk there miss tina have a good week everybody and remember to follow subscribe and share share yes yeah. share with your share with your grandma so they can hear us say cuss words all the time and and no. then share with your your young your young teenagers so they can be mad at us oh jesus um, <laughs> <laughs> until next week you know this is an opinion show so don't get it twisted keep coming back we'll see you next week and tina thanks a lot we'll talk to you later thanks rob have a no good problem. one bye, bye.